Welcome to RV Out West. I'm your host, Brooks. My family of fours base camp is located in the beautiful Pacific Northwest, and our RV adventures radiate out from there. Please grab a mug of coffee and join us as we discuss RVing around the American West. From sweet camping spots, gear and equipment, to tips and tricks, we've got you covered. We are RV Out West. Dispersed camping with a trailer is not something that we've done a lot of. Yet it is something that we want to do more of. Not just because it's free, but the serenity and solitude is what appeals to us the most. Isn't that one of the reasons that we all started camping in the first place? Taking the initial plunge into boondocking has been somewhat a challenge for me. Probably because I like to overthink things and sometimes unintentionally overly complicate issues. We've dry camped and I have boondocked once before. So I'm not too worried about the how to do it. My struggle has always been where to do it. Last year in episode 16, I interviewed Jason and Abby of RV Miles. And they shared with us some great tips on how to find spots to boondock. If you haven't given that episode a listen, please go back and give it a listen. There is a lot of great information and resources there. I've taken their suggestions and I've done my own research using digital scouting methods from Google Earth, Google Maps, Onyx Maps, and Compendium to search out access points and plots of lands that look RV friendly. In today's episode, I'm wanting to share a different way to tell a story. And so I'm bringing you along with us as my son and I head into the Cascade Mountains with a pocket full of GPS coordinates, some snacks, and our adventurous spirit. This is all unscripted, just my son and I and a field recorder, so you can join us as we experience the ups and downs of scouting boondocking locations. So climb into our pickup, buckle up and settle in. We've got an adventure to go on. Just getting the pickup truck all fueled up here with some uh, diesel before uh, we get ready to head out and uh, head up into the Cascade Mountains. I've got, I don't know, maybe about... 10 GPS locations that I've pre-selected using my Google Earth and my Onyx Maps to try and locate some potential spots there on National Forest Land. I'm going to throw a cooler in the bed of the truck and take some lunch and snacks and head on out and go scout these areas so in the future we've got some places that we know we can fit in and go to and uh, that's the goal to see kind of what might be out there. It's a spring day here this Saturday morning in Washington State. We're down in the lowlands down. Uh, uh, our city is located along kind of the Puget Sound. We have, you know, I look outside and I look out the window and we have spots of blue sky. And then we have some really kind of gray, ominous clouds. There is rain in the forecast today, but it's um, a little humid. It's a little warm. There's a light breeze. The trees are kind of doing their little sway and their little dance with this light breeze. But uh, today, my son and I are going to head up into the Cascade Mountains. Yeah, I'm looking forward to just spending the day with you up in the mountains. It's going to be fun. I have a lot of excitement about going and scouting these spots and kind of do, as they say, put a little boots on the grounds and, you know, make sure that my truck and uh, our trailer can safely navigate the roads and get through any clearings overcome any obstacles you know i've never really done much in the way of boondocking i've i mean i guess you could say i've dry camped 
and you know used my generator and onboard water tanks for that kind of situation but you know I don't know if that's really what you would call or be consistent with a true boondocking experience again like I said I got a lot of um, excitement around this and I hope that my scouting and my research is going to yield some success spring in the northwest is always a really interesting time of year and and season it's you know, they say, I think March comes in like a lion and goes out like a lamb as the expression I remember as my childhood. But I got to share with you that this May has been crazy wet and lots of rain. Abnormal, I would say abnormal. Um, it kind of reminds me of a story that I wanted to share about. Eleven years ago, my wife and I moved for me moved back and I moved we she and I moved out here to uh, Snohomish County and we were getting situated we moved across country with no jobs and ended up at my parents house to kind of just set up a base camp and have a place to be situated while we were looking for jobs and trying to figure out kind of what our next steps and where we were going to be. And I mean, we were looking for jobs between the Canadian border and as far south as Tacoma and just about everywhere in between. And during that time while we were out, it was a absolutely crazy, crazy wet May. And I remember uh, talking with my wife and she's like, you know, asking me just, what have you gotten me into? This might not be what I've signed up for. I didn't really, you know, I know that people talked about it rained a lot out in the Northwest. And and in that, she had been out to the Northwest numerous times with me to visit uh, family and friends. And so she had familiarity with the area. But, man, that May was crazy. And at that time, this is now 2010 at that time, you know, uh, my my parents and I are kind of telling her like, hey, you know, this isn't normal. This isn't how it normally is. This is a weird year, I promise. And so fast forward a year, she had made it through a whole year of seasonal changes uh, from wet to sun and back to wet. And she had fallen in love with the Pacific Northwest and really enjoyed it. And now fast forward another decade and here we are and just recently I was reminiscing with her about that first May when we moved out because we moved out into May and like man I you know I kind of feel like this May has been equally as wet and kind of miserable and cold as that first May was when we moved back here and she goes yeah I'm not sure I don't know like I still wouldn't change it for anything coming a full circle and looking at that I say that as I'm now kind of driving into the foothills of the Cascades. We're on the Cascade Loop on Highway 2, heading up into the mountains. And normally I crest this corner and I get to see snow-capped, covered mountains. And all I see is a low, low-hanging cloud cover. You know, I'm driving into that and kind of I look in my rearview mirror and look behind me. And I'm leaving the sunshine behind as I kind of head up into the mountains. 
We are definitely in the mountains right now. We are about 24 miles uh, to the summit here at uh, Stevens Pass on Highway 2 as we are heading eastbound up and over the mountains. The weather has changed. It's, um, you know, a bit lower in visibility. We are have a lot more uh, clouds. We're kind of up into the clouds right now. You got the rain coming down is a not a potentially heavily heavy droplets, but it's coming down. But we are probably about I don't know maybe half hour to 45 minutes to the first location that I want to check out. Boondocking is not something that I've done a lot of before. You know, uh, I've done dry camping in campgrounds, you know, without water, electric, and hookups. We did spring break dry camping with just our generator and, you know, filled the tanks in our trailer and were somewhat successful. So... This is the first time, though, that I am being intentional about going out and wanting to look and find spots that, you know, the family and I and friends can come back out to to find some camping. This will be on National Forest land. So according to my research, we are allowed to stay up to 14 days. I was not really able to, in my searches here to find a motor vehicle usage map, the MVUM as they call it. I found other motor vehicle usage maps for different parts of the forest service land here in the state, but none necessarily for the Wenatchee National Forest, which is where these spots are going to be that we're looking at. But I think one thing that I, I really like about um, RVing and the RV life is that I'm a perpetual learner, and so to be able to go out and, and find these things and try new things and explore new things is what's really exciting and juices me. Plus, I'm having a wonderful day with my son today. We've had some great conversation in the pickup as we're heading out. We've listened to some great music, and I'm sure on the way home, we're going to listen to some really cool podcasts. I've got a couple lined up for he and I to listen to on the way home. We've packed a wonderful lunch, so we're going to have a picnic, hopefully, at one of these little boondocking spots. Granted, with the way the weather is, we might be eating inside the pickup truck, but hey, it is what it is. We're going to figure it out as we go, and that's a little bit of all part of the adventure. Hey, Wesley, are your ears starting to pop? Because mine are totally starting to pop as we're getting up here. No, because my ears are not starting to pop. Really? surprised because we're about I don't know 8 to 10 miles to the summit. Your ears haven't started popping yet? Yeah. Look. Really? Really? It's just starting to pop now? Yeah. Alright. There's always something magical as you round these last couple of corners here as you crest the summit of uh, Stevens Pass here on Highway 2. I've been driving this stretch of road since I was 16 years old and been coming up to this mountain even longer before then. And every single time you round that bend 
and you see that first chair lift there, which is now called Kerr's Chair. Just love coming up into these mountains. And we're soon going to be passing the sign here. I can't remember what the elevation is of Stevens Pass here at the at the road, not at the top of the mountain, but at the road. I want to say it's about 46, 4,700 feet somewhere. The anticipation's killing me. We're going to have to see the road sign. But man, here it is. It's middle of May and there is just snow still. Crazy amounts of snow on the side of the mountains here in middle to end of May. It's crazy though. There's still like these berms of snow where the Washington State Department of Transportation snow plows have, you know, pushed the, the roads are bare dry. I mean, it's wet because it's raining, but I mean, you can still see all the snow. We had just a crazy season of snow up here in the mountains. We're just a few seconds away from, oh man, I see the final corner. You see it, Wes? That's that final corner. It's a magical corner right there. I love turning this last little corner bend and and seeing the mountain and being greeted by Stevens Pass. Yeah, there's still snow. I mean, it's as high up on the side of the road. It's even with the top of my my 3500 Ram pickup. I mean, the, the, the snow is still really, really tall. Where, again, where they've just pushed it all off onto the side of the road. There's still a lot of snowpack up here. We have rounded the corner. I mean, I could go snowboarding right now. It's super wet snow. But, I mean, there is still, it looks like the dead of winter. It's crazy. It is crazy. Look at that. We should have brought our skis, Wesley. We could have hiked up and gone snowboarding. Look at that. That's crazy. It looks like winter. I mean, there's just snow everywhere. All right, we've just crested. And Stevens, uh, elevation is 4,061 feet, 4061. And that's that. But we have now crested the peak and are working our way down the eastern slope of the Cascade Mountain on our way to the boondocking. But I am still just, wow, 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 wow. The amount of snow, it's crazy. Super cool. Well, according to uh, my GPS now, we are about a half mile from the first location and I'm filled with excitement. I'm hoping not only will it work for uh, my family and our trailer, but also if we can get a couple other friends who uh, RV as well to come up out here and maybe this will be a big enough place we can do the old uh, circle the wagons and go camping. I'll keep you posted. We are pulling into the spot just about right now. This first spot is uh, interesting. It's right off of uh, uh, Arterial Highway. And um, it feels secluded and heavily wooded. I mean, I kind of like that. I could be able to hang a hammock. But, you know, I can still see the road. 
there seems to be like one spot here where maybe we could kind of pull our trailer in and do it. But then, like, dude, people, man, just people. There's like a drive-by section, right? I drove by a section right over here where there's just trash and garbage. I'm talking like mattresses and other just weird garbages of you know i don't know if this is where like high school kids come to party in the woods or whatever there's just trash like trash that should be at a dumpster and i'm gonna go ahead and probably rule this one spot out because the initial first kind of right turn off the road there was a guardrail and with the trailer that'd be a really tight turn so on to the next one the next spot though is one of the ones I have really, really high hopes for and aspirations for. I have watched um, a YouTuber who's talked about this particular spot. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, see, you know, what, what this next spot can be like. I got high hopes for it. I mean, I don't know if we could fit in that spot. Do you think no. we could? Uh, you don't think we could fit in that yeah, spot? Yeah, no, because there's a dream. Truck's massive. And also the RV would be peeking out of the road, which that'd also be a problem, yeah. too. Um, because if people wanted to come up to this campsite, that'd be a big problem. Like, I mean, there's that rock there, but I mean, I guess, you know, you could probably park one trailer right there, and then the other one could kind of back in here, and we could kind of go this way and have these two spots. Well, this could, this is a possibility. Poss okay. Possibility. It's a possible. So we probably have like a five. On a scale of one to five, would you? Okay. Yeah, maybe like a five so far for this one. Nothing's really fully jumped out yet. We've one, two, three spots down. I might be skipping the fourth spot, but we might come back. It's around on the other side of a lake, but I'm not sure you can camp right on the water's edge. I don't know. If, if time permits, I will uh, run back over there and go take a look. But in the meantime, we continue on and stay steadfast and hopefully we can find a for sure spot that jumps out at us and says absolutely this is where we should go do some boondocking either way we're having an adventure all right so this one's got potential it's a pretty decent gravel road <clears throat> i should also say which is great that the, the sun's come out so we've had a little uh sun showers and whatever but Oh, now look here. Yeah, now this has, a, it's wide open. It's nice. It looks like somebody has done a wooden um, part and it has a the, paintball gun and shotgun. Where? Door. Where do you see that? Oh, you saw that? Yeah. This has potential. What do you think, Wes? Yeah, very much potential. What do you see? Tell me, describe it. Um, a very big dirt mountain with orange splatters over it that look like somebody might have had a paintball gun. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I see that on the on the hill right there. But it's nice. It's highly treed. I think we could easily, easily come in here and camp. I'm going to highlight this as, as a yes. Let's get back on the road and see what we can find. All right, here we are in the Wenatchee National Forest. Just go for it and just see. Yeah. All right, 
The road seems to be okay. We'll go down to that landing right down there. See so we can kind of see what's behind the next corner. I mean, the river's right to our left, which is pretty cool. Oh, look at this spot, dude. Wait a minute. See, this is what you get when you don't chicken out. Look. Well, definitely. Let's definitely picnic here. Let's have lunch here. And then we got a couple more spots to... But, like... Oh, shoot. There's a trailer there. Man, we might have just hit the... Woo-wee! Like, maybe we do a little fishing by the river. But I'm kind of hungry. You're hungry. Yeah. And why don't we just eat lunch down here? This looks like a great little spot for lunch, dude. Yeah, yeah I'm glad we found this. This is super cool. I see a wrecked picnic table. Just sit on the tailgate right here by the by the river. And awesome. What do you think? Sound good? Yep. All right, cool. Let's do it. This is a beautiful little spot right down here. Yeah. It's very beautiful. Like, if you just listen to it, you can down here if you enter the campsite. If you'll come down a ramp or um, little hill, then you'll come down this turn where you'll see um, a kind of big lake it's moving so you can fish in it but i wouldn't recommend swimming in it is that a lake or is that a river no it's a river and um it's very ch chill down here and you can camp down here yeah this is a nice big spot there is a uh, pre-built fire ring uh looks like with stones Somebody's built a, a pre, you know, firing. It's big enough that it could easily fit uh, two rigs in here. So if two families wanted to go, it is kind of right off of a little road. But the road is very quiet and probably sees very, very little to no traffic. This definitely will be a good first time boondocking spot. I, I'm going to say this is the probably the one to at least start and go from there. But if you listen. You can hear the. Birds chirping. And the. The small distant little roar of the Wenatchee River. This is a nice spot. I really, I really like it. It's peaceful and serene. I definitely want to come back and do some camping. This has been an adventurous kind of day looking for all these spots. What's been your uh, favorite part of the day here, Wes? Probably not all, all of the parts have been my favorite. Yeah, what did you think? I, I feel like we found I feel like we found a one really good spot. I like that it's very it's quiet up here. It's a little remote. You know, we only have about one bar of service, which is fine. I mean I'm not you know, I wouldn't be able to I don't think I'd be able to remote work from these locations and I don't think it's gonna have the bandwidth that I'd need for that. But what's great is it's you know, it's close enough. 
ish from home. You know, we're an hour and a half away from home. And I think, right, too, there's probably more and more exploring that we could do up and around in the area in there and find even other spots that might be even a little bit more remote and and more cozy. But now I will add that I am a little disappointed um, that not more of these spots would be would have worked out for us. Uh, and it was interesting just to learn how after searching on Google Earth and using Google Maps in satellite mode that they looked really, really, really promising online. And then kind of when I get out of here, boots on the ground, that they just weren't exactly as what I thought they were going to be. You know, my lesson learned here is that I could do a little bit more exploration and maybe some of these other places that I've kind of earmarked with waypoints could potentially work out. So, you know, always learning. Well, as this trip kind of winds down, it becomes that time of day. Where now we just enjoy and know what is in store in the future. Thank you for listening to today's episode. It was something different for me. If you have comments about this episode, I'd love to hear them. Please either send me a DM on Instagram or email me at rv.out.west at gmail.com. In our next episode in two weeks, we chat with Jordan and Ashley, two nomads who are building something pretty special in the Pacific Northwest. They share their story and their why. It's a great episode, and I'm excited to be sharing it with you. In the meantime, please be sure to share with your friends and family about this podcast and head over to Apple, Spotify, or Amazon Podcasts and leave this show a rating and a review. If you've not yet subscribed to the show, please do so, so that way you'll never miss an episode. If you have an idea for a topic you'd like me to discuss, please contact me at rv.out.west at gmail.com. Now, get out there, explore, and go see what's beyond the horizon. Thanks so much for listening to RV Out West. Join us again in two weeks with our next episode. Please like and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you choose to get your podcast so you never miss an episode. And I sure would appreciate if you left a rating or a review of the show. Special thanks to Scott Holmes Music for providing the intro song, We Are One. RV Out West can be found on Instagram and Facebook where you can interact with us and follow along on our RV adventures around the Pacific Northwest. So get out there, explore, and go see what's beyond the horizon.